kill the snails and at it again. Get out of here, snail. <laughs> what are you doing? Yourself the snail. <laughs> oh, boy. You don't want to salt the snail, but you gotta. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Movie Toast News and Reviews. This is, of course, a reviews podcast because we don't mess around with other shit on this podcast anymore. Dennis, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, sir. I am excited to bring some classic reviews to Movie Toast. Nice. You got some classics. I got a couple of new releases. This should be a good back and forth, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. It'd be a nice mix. It'd be a nice mix. Nice. <laughs> well, uh, should we jump into it? Yes, sir. I am eager to bring you a review that I'm, I'm sure this is a movie you've seen. I'm sure many of you toasters have seen. I've seen it as well, too, but it's been so long I couldn't really remember all the fine details. Isn't that funny how that about... works? Oh, right. It is. Yeah. I, and that's, that's funny. You can, you can hold something in high regard, and then you go back and look at it, and you're like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> this, unfortunately for me, was a, oh, oh, shit. Oof. Um, the Adams Family, 1991. Now, please don't start dogpiling all your hate on me right off the bat, given my initial introduction. I know, it's a beloved film. Who doesn't like the, the idea of The Addams Family? I still enjoy watching the show. The movie has great comedy. I love this dark gothic tone. It's silly, it's dark, but what is going on? Yes. I mean, yeah, I, the performances are fantastic. You get to establish careers of some very prominent names. Christina Ricci, this is the first thing she's ever been in. I only, in this viewing, it was my first time discovering Pugsley is played by Ariel Winter's older brother. Oh, shit. After reading that, I couldn't unsee. They have like the same eyes. I didn't it. know she had a brother that acted, huh? Yeah, and an older sister who's a soap star. Oh, no way. Yeah. What a, what a pedigree. But right? I, I'll agree with you. I tried watching this like two years ago because as a kid like you, I loved uh, this one and Values or whatever mm -hmm. the next one was. Yep. They I were fucking great. Values. I'd play them on rotation. I'd rent them all the time. And just even, I couldn't make it past 15 minutes. I'm like, this is so goofy and out there and not what I recall. But I guess it is a kid's movie and a family movie. But I like some of their over-the-top stuff. You know, it's like sure. the, the moments between Fester and Gomez, like their weird mm. handshake wrestling thing yeah. that they do. It's like, yeah, it's ridiculous throwing someone over your shoulder like that. Very Tim Burton-esque in their delivery. True. But then it's like the plot doesn't really push forward all that much. Like it takes forever to kind of get anywhere. And then once something starts happening, you just kind of like, okay, can we, <laughs> can we move it along? Can we get to the next thing? Or... That the whole the initial when Christopher Lloyd's Gordon Craven slash Uncle Fester shows up at the house where he's trying to fake play the part, he they immediately get into the the freaking the vault. So this is the one movie where an impersonator comes and pretends to be Uncle Fester, right? Yes. Is that the plot? What, what are they trying to do? Why why is he the, doing that? Uh, the attorney that handles the Adams family business affairs and a lot of their uh, finances, he accepts this monthly deposit of straight gold fucking doubloons from huh. mr adams and that is what covers their monthly expenses he is the sole heir to the name if you were to take gomez's name off of the title and everything all of the money goes to fester because uh. fester's been missing for 25 years 
the lawyer notices this guy, this other client of his, her son, who's kind of like her strong arm muscle. Mm-hmm. He looks exactly like Fester. How That's he weird. has this extensive awareness of the Gomez family or the <laughs> Adams family, I'm not sure. That's never explained. Another issue I have. It's just kind of random. <laughs> he seems to know all this. Oh, I've seen pictures of him in the house or he talks about him a lot. I guess. I don't know. It, that whole exchange is weird to me. And then, and then he kind of was. Oh, but we huh. he was discovered uh, in a beach 25 years ago. So you so you really were missing in uh, the Bermudan Triangle. Was he? I don't know. That that just awkward. I just didn't care for that whole thing. I started watching some of the second one and I started feeling a lot of the same stuff. It's like there's the memories of the scenes, how they kind of play out. It's like, yeah, there's some fondness for like, these lines and it's funny. But taking a step back and just trying to look at the flow of the whole thing, it's like, huh. Oh. Okay. Now is the second one random things. Is the second one the summer camp one? Yes. Yes. So a lot of a a lot of infamous scenes there and some great comedy. But like it's not the shining golden buttery toast that I really wanted to hope it ever could be. Um, The cast all around is great. I would like to reiterate that again. Jackie Houston and Mm. uh, Raul Julia are great. I think they play a fantastic. Uh, Morticia and Gomez. They their delivery is on point. I I love their mannerisms. They just capture the tone of being the Adamses very very well. But then it honestly just kind of makes me want to go back and watch the show. Now you're talking about the the sixties, like the original show, or are you talking about the original TV uh, series? Now see, I don't remember that one. I remember the ABC Family uh, show they had. Oh yeah, which I watched. I had an awareness of, but I did not watch myself. So can't speak to that personally. But mm. It's the original show. I remember the sets stuck out in my mind. The costumes stuck out in my mind. The ridiculous props that they would have made. That and the monsters are very yes. much like, I love their larger than life approach. But that you also just accepted that this was their lives. This mm-hmm. was normal to them. And that's where you had your fun with the fa- you know these two families. But yep. let's set the monsters aside. We're talking about the Adamses. Yeah. After having said all of that, I'm definitely going to have to make my review of The Addams Family a yellow light. Oh. I believe we caught this one. This was a, yeah, it was Netflix. It just it got moved back over to Netflix. The first film, at least. Um, I know you can watch the second one over on Amazon Prime if you have uh, their streaming service. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, I don't, you know, I definitely do not regret watching it. I still had fun watching it. Fair enough. Just not as cohesive a story as I think a feature-length film should be. Isn't that funny how that sometimes slips past the cracks and it somehow is acceptable just to have a movie kind of flounder around like that? And being such... And being held in such high regard from your childhood and realizing what the fuck was that the, yeah exactly when you if you strip away the fame of the the family the infamy of the adams name mm-hmm. you have no familiarity to the show nothing what is that movie now it's really odd it is a very strange thing to watch if you actually take all of the known material the, the things you're expecting you're waiting for cousin it you're waiting for yeah. thing to come scampering across the floor <laughs> if, if you don't know about any of that stuff god that shit is weird right you I know mean, what it, movie really leans deep in and kind of is fun again uh the animated movie that came out last year or two years ago uh the oh it no. was really it's like let's get fucking weird with this and let's own it and it's like fuck yeah let's 
let's embrace right. it. Uh, so if you're looking for a little nostalgia, maybe check that out sometime. I actually remember when that movie came out, I think you, you, you praised it up a little bit for me. I, I might have. Nothing but good things being said about that film. So I, den- I definitely got to go give that one a solid chance. Like, I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's kind of nice to just jump back in and be like, I know these people. It's not an origin story. They're embracing the wackiness. Mm-hmm. The animation lends itself perfectly. And my favorite, I believe Uncle Fester was played by Nick Kroll. So I'm always down for some Nick <laughs> Kroll action. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So uh, you said that was a what, yellow light or? Yes, sir. The, the movie toaster Dennis is giving this one a yellow. Okay. I'm going to keep it slightly in a similar vein. I'm, I'm going to go with my first review being a horror movie. I know Adam's Family isn't a horror movie, but it has that gothic horror style fail too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, earlier in the pandemic, there was a horror movie that went to VOD and played heavily in drive-ins across the country. This movie was called The Wretched. Now, I didn't really know much about it. I knew what the poster looked like. I considered it. I've been buying movies left and right, but I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. And I kept thinking, maybe I'll get around to renting this or buying it. But now it's over on Hulu. So I'm like, fuck it. What do I have to lose? Time? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. it was it, it was not what I expected, but overall, oh. it was kind of cool. It's about a boy who goes to live with his dad in a beach community in the summer. Should be a nice, simple enough story. But he realizes there's something strange about his neighbors. It's a wholesome-looking family, but the mother seems a little weird. He does a little research, and he thinks she might be something called the Dark Mother. And oh. the Dark Mother is a witch-type thing that jumps into different bodies of ladies and it feeds off their children and it makes the husband or anybody around forget that they had a child or there was a kid around and because the the boy the main character he's a teenager he is kind of a boat instructor or like he works at a marina and he also does like sailboat instructions and he meets the neighbor boy and he has a little nice back and forth with memory now and again and he notices one day he goes over there and the dad forgets about the boy and he sees stuff happening it's just kind of creepy and weird and really fun i don't want to go too far into it because there's a little bit more happening here um the acting is a little mediocre and hmm. like i said with that in the cast is like anybody major or anybody i've ever seen or heard from before which is kind of nice it takes you yeah, out okay of but the character of the teenager he seems nice he seems wholesome but then it's like his backstory is he's going to live with his dad because he broke into his neighbor's house and still adderall and then he jumped out of their second story window and hurt his arm so he's a bad boy but then everything you see him doing is kind of nice and then they bring the bad boy in a little bit here and there and it's like what what, what the fuck is that get out of here with that shit <laughs> um but it has pretty fun and exciting moments. There's actually some cool scares and the creature that they create is kind of spooky looking. Um, but, you know, they have a twist at the end. It's a cool twist, but it doesn't earn that twist. And it mm-hmm. thinks that it does. And it's like, ha we pulled this one over and you didn't see it coming. It's like, yeah, we didn't see it coming because you didn't build up to it at all. Fuck you. <laughs> Because I stopped watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this movie, uh, it's called The Wretched. It's on Hulu. It's mm-hmm. definitely a green light, in my opinion. Please check it oh. out. Really good. I know that sounded negative, but those are minor things. The story itself catches you. Interesting. So I would definitely check that out if you like horror. 
you definitely got my attention with that that monster that yeah the explanation of that that witch that sounds badass <laughs> like that is a cool creature there is one point in there uh when he's fighting the monster i'll just say not everyone will pick up on it but i think you'll get it i even said it to sarah when we watched it there's a little gale the <laughs> snail action in there oh what yeah yeah it's kind of funny but it works it's dramatic <laughs> and i'm like oh shit gale the snails in it. at it again get out of your snail <laughs> You, you sell the snail. <laughs> oh boy. You don't want to sell the snail. But you gotta. <laughs> oh, she's giving handy jays to Frank under the table at breakfast. Fucking weird. <laughs> quit quit doing that, Gail. You just mashing it. God damn it. Oh boy. So oh. what what do you, what do you have? What's your next movie? Well, this this next movie is probably about as wholesome as that exchange from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. <laughs> the next movie is something I watched last night. Grease oh. from 1978 starring Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta, the classic musical of whole lot of sex happening in high school. <laughs> damn. Um I've actually been watching this movie since I was a little kid probably too soon to have been watching it when I did. But you know, uh, a lot of song and dance and a lot of fun, upbeat things happening that I don't quite understand yet. As I get older, holy shit, this is a brutal movie. They're talking about some gnarly stuff. Just that one of the biggest songs in the movie talks about making chicks cream. And that is literally the words they use in the song. Damn, man, I gotta um, watch this movie again. It, you probably should. It's a awesome movie, though. I, I know that all just kind of sounds like a bunch of fluff, but the choreography is insane. They actually they shot a lot of the high school exteriors over at Venice High School. You can drive by today, and it still looks like fucking Rydell High. <laughs> it is ridiculous. I remember talking to a crew member on something I was working on one time. He was shooting something in the high school and said there is actually a display there's like a plaque and a mural uh, commemorating the filming of the movie. It's, <laughs> and it's not like filming a movie in California is like something of high prestige, but I guess no. when it's a big classic, it could be. And it's an iconic location. Like the, the movie starts off there. We, we get a few shots of the front doors. They spend a lot of time running around the campus mm. of, the, of the school. But we're, we're following, for those that don't know the story, we're following uh, two characters who have just ended their greatest summer love affair you could ever imagine as a young child, or as a high school teen. <laughs> um, Danny Zuko and Sandy Olsen are two, two young lovers one summer. They just had an amazing experience, which we're about to get the, uh, the prequel yeah, film coming out for Summer Lovin' that will show the story. But... This is after that story. Can I pause Remember? for a second? I haven't seen this movie in years, but I think I know where you're going with this after all that big, hot, steamy stuff. This is a comedy musical about getting an abortion in high school? That is that is a B story. What? Wait, is it really? Let me rephrase that. That is the B story. What the fuck? I'm going to see this movie, movie then. You really... It's, it, it, is, it is a high school drama on steroids with musicals, or, you know, song and dance numbers. <laughs> um... They, that is a, there is a pregnancy scare that runs through the, let me, let me get Rizzo and Kaniki both hmm. hook up. Uh, I think it's the first, like the first actual night we see everyone hanging out after school resumes. Okay. Um, 
So Danny, Danny's coming back to his school, all known faces. This is all old friends. His ex-girlfriend is in charge of the pink ladies, kind of this all girl kind of gang. And then Danny is one of the head two guys of the T-Birds. This group of get buddies, they work on cars together. They kind of get into shenanigans. They wear leather jackets. As Classic one does. badasses. Uh, but on the first day of school, Danny realizes the girl he just spent his amazing summer with just started going to school here too. And they had no idea. Neither one Ugh, knew. Gross. So he spent the whole summer behaving a completely different, like a gentleman. But now that he's back in front of his friends, he's kind of got to be a dickhead. So of course, oh. we're going to go see them go through the motions of, hey, I'm Danny. I'm too cool for you. I can't be sensitive. <laughs> and he's got to win her back. She has this moment of, oh, but what if I should be this girl he's lusting after? And then we kind of have a weird moment of she changes drastically who she is as a person at the end of the movie. But, you know, you, let's let's catch up to that point on your <laughs> on your own viewing. It's still really fun to watch. Like I said, the the, the choreography is awesome. The songs are still entertaining. I'm singing along with it. In fact, I will mention this was the sing along version that I watched on the oh. Blu-ray release. So we had had a fun feature of not just the lyrics appearing on the screen, but they would be highlighted in either pink or blue for each part. So you can duet all of the songs together. Were you guys uh, doing this at home? A little bit. A little okay. bit. I, I right. might have been. Were you drunk? Hi. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. Okay. All right. A little bit. A little I'm of both. Judging. Little There's of no both. judgment in my voice. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> being rude. <laughs> it was a fun time. We had. We had a party, a greasy party. Ooh, um, greasy strangler, guys! Check that one out. Great movie. Oh yes, Amazon Prime, on one list. of my favorites. Sorry, <laughs> whenever I hear grease, I gotta talk about that. Oh, I, I can. I think I could just keep going on and on and on about this movie. It had some great original music that was written for the film that isn't in the Broadway play. Mm. There's a lot of big songs that are in the play that didn't make into the film because they were too raunchy because oh. they're too way too on the nose about some of the stuff. And don't they have like kids doing this playing shit in like middle school and high school? Oh yeah, but it's usually heavily edited out of a lot of the things that they're referencing. One, here's a trivia tidbit to keep an eye out for. There's a scene in the play where there's a conversation had about, well, if you don't have a condom, you can just wrap yourself up in saran wrap and that works just as good. What? That sounds fucking ridiculous to me. As how's as the science check out on that one? Have you tried it? Not, not good, sir. Not okay, good. Okay. Not good. Okay. <laughs> is that why the abortion had to happen in the B story? No. That the funny part is you actually hear the condom snapping in half because it's so old. It just shatters to pieces. But oh. the the saran wrap reference. There's a saran wrap reference in the movie because they couldn't include the dialogue or the scene in the uh, the film. John Travolta still wanted to maintain some sort of reference to the saran wrap condom. <laughs> so in the Grease Lightning song, he's running around the car with this uh, roll of saran wrap. And in one quick shot, he takes a chunk of it and he rubs it over the inside of his thigh. What a sick and fuck. That's the little bit of reference to Plastic Dick. And oh. that's my one random bit of trivia I thought worth throwing in there. I was excited because I was going to say stinker, but I like that one that was good. So, <laughs> so good on you, sir. All in 1978, Greece. I, I watched, again, I watched my own copy. I believe this is on Netflix, though. I oh. don't want to misquote. It looks I like will... someone's going to be watching a comedic film about teen abortions tonight. <laughs> well, only one. Although the abortion doesn't happen. We just allude to. Looks like no one's going to be watching <laughs> this like... lame movie tonight. Stinker. <laughs> Damn it. Shouldn't have spoiled it. Spoiled it. No, no uh, aluminum foil. Why Why couldn't they use aluminum foil? They just don't want it to fail like a robot cock. Jesus. That sounds deadly. That sounds like. Things. I mean, 
Wouldn't that catch come better than like saran wrap? But I think saran wrap would have better coverage. All right, what if you put aluminum foil and then saran wrap that? You got a double action here. And then maybe put a hefty bag over it. Let's just maybe get the whole kitchen pantry up there. It sounded like it at this point. Uh, I, 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 I will not swear by the science here, folks. Do, do not listen to Toaster Adam. Everybody, your, uh, if you try this, needs. please get at me on Facebook or Twitter at movie underscore toast. Hashtag saran wrap dick versus hashtag aluminum foil dick versus <laughs> hashtag whatever is in your kitchen a watermelon or whatever just let me know how that works i'm not gonna try it but let me know so i am i am not finding finding a place you guys can stream it for for a streaming fee there's a lot of rentals yeah it looks like it's 2.99 in all of the usual suspect places uh youtube itunes go give it a rent if you haven't seen it if you're in if you like musicals Go check it out. It's a it's a fun one. It's not. I feel like it's not your average musical. It's a very rock and roll, Ooh. upbeat kind of kind of jam to it. So nice. That that's Grease. So Grease, green light in your opinion? Green light forever. Nice. Always. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. I hope we get some cool deleted scenes in a couple of years. I want to see more. All right. So yeah, for me, I have a, a new movie that just came out as well. Back in 2017, Disney made a whole movie called Magic Camp, starring Adam Devine from Workaholics, Gillian Jacobs from Love and Community, Jeffrey Tamor from Transparent and Rest Development. However, that movie got shelved until last Friday when it got released on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh-huh. My God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After I watched the trailer, I'm like, ah, I see why this movie didn't come out three years ago. <laughs> uh, the movie's about a failed magician who becomes a taxi driver in Las Vegas. And then he gets a shot at redemption when Jeffrey Tamor comes to town and says, Hey, I got a spot opening up for a camp counselor at my magic camp. They have a cooler name than magic camp, but the movie itself is called magic camp. So it's a little confusing, but let me get back to the plot. So <laughs> pretty much uh, Jeffrey Tamor convinces Adam Devine to go back to camp. However, when he gets to the camp, he realizes his ex-partner, world-renowned Las Vegas magician, is also teaching at the camp. On top of that, he has to teach oh. a bunch of newbies how to learn magic. So everyone else at this camp, besides this one cabin that he's teaching, knows how to do magic. And there's this big tournament at the end of the semester. I Wait. Guess, they are gearing up to go compete at a magic <laughs> tournament. A magic tournament, like like kind of like a magic fucking show and tell, a magic fucking uh, variety show at the camp itself. Oh no no no! I'm bringing the mana. I know what kind of magic tournament you're really talking about here. Okay, all right. It's there's no <laughs> gathering here, man. Unless we're talking about the jugglers, they come the in jugg- hard. Yeah, at the end of the year, they have this big kind of competition amongst the campers. And he's like, oh, fuck. I used to be the fucking king here. If you win it, if you're the top of the top, the creme de la creme, you win a golden wand. He was a three-year golden wand winner. And now he's got no shot at hell to get these kids a golden wand. However, after some misfires, these kids started to be pretty fucking good at their fucking magic. Oh, yeah, they get magical? Oh, they get real magical. Watch out, Harry Potter. Watch the fuck out. The movie feels like an 80s or 90s camp movie. And the comedy is a little old school. It feels like that type of comedy. And you know what? That's not a detractor. It's kind of a good thing. I thought it was going to be one of those movies where I'm 
be watching and I'd be on my phone or on the internet or doing something. But boy, was I wrong. The fucking movie was pretty good. Like once nice. things pick up, it's like, all right, cool. And like, there's, there's a solid cast here. Like the guys I mentioned earlier, and the, there's some kids that you might realize from different things here and there, but the acting's pretty good. It's not amazing, but it's good. Adam Devine's always hilarious. Jillian Jacobs is good. And uh, you can predict what's going to happen at the end of the movie. But that doesn't stop me from having a good time. It's, it's cheesy. Sure. It's fun. It's predictable. But uh, Magic Camp on Disney Plus, green light in my book. Nice. Yeah. Now, who do uh, you think the target audience is? Like the main group that they're aiming for? Is it, is it a family of older kids? Can it, can it be all of the family with the younger kids too? Or like... It could be the whole family, yeah. But okay. I also, I, I, I realized in that summary I gave you, that's kind of like Adam Devine's story. But there's also a main character, a kid that we're following. Pretty much like he's been sad and depressed because his dad died. His dad's the guy that taught him magic. And he would only perform magic for his dad. And his dad is always like, you got to go to this camp before he died. And like, so he finds out that his dad sent in an application to the school. Spoiler, maybe it wasn't his dad. Mm. Maybe it was his mom who he thought didn't understand the magic of magic. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so pretty much he's the guy that makes Adam Devine say, oh shit, we got some talent here. He does like card tricks and stuff. So there's, there's a little oh, nice. side story and he might get some summer loving himself, but he doesn't have any saran wrap kissings as far as I think they went in this one. That's good. That's good. Yeah. We got to pump the brake somewhere. We yeah. are, we are in Disney plus land, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel like the whole family can enjoy it. Like I nice. enjoyed it like that's cool so i'm hoping other people awesome. would yeah i'd say it's like it, it, i remember seeing some of the advertising for it it's like i thought it looked like a cute movie i was kind of mm-hmm. curious about what the what kind of vibe it was trying to put out there what what is it trying to accomplish i wish honestly they made some more movies like this like it really had a nice throwback vibe to it and nice so that's cool yeah sounds like a good summertime movie too it's mm-hmm. good very timely it's kind of like hey if you're not going on a uh, vacation maybe you should uh, go to camp that's true or just go on another vacation oh yeah well why where would you go dennis uh maybe the fourth vacation in the series i think if i remember correctly um i'm talking about (laughs) my favorite place to vacation (laughs) that is las vegas okay this that was very was labored i'm just gonna tell you folks what movie i saw i saw vegas vacation we're getting to where i i tried to make that a seamless run but you know what we're we're just gonna go there so i am uh i i took a trip with the griswolds yes it's it's one I think we've all been on before or at least seen one of the vacation movies, but I think this is probably one of my favorite. It, mm. The first one's the classic, the, uh, the Christmas vacation is a great holiday film, but Vegas vacation is that one that's like, I, I get caught up in that feeling wait, 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 of being wait. in Vegas. Again. Dennis, but what about European vacation? I feel like I'm one of the only people on the planet that actually likes that movie. I don't, I I don't know. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. There you go. The movie toasters enjoy yeah. European Dude, I, vacation. I love, I, love, I love the Griswolds. Do I love the fucking Ed Helms Griswolds? I like them. I don't love them. Hmm. We don't, a little, yeah. little bit of that Johnny Glicky stuff. Give me a little yeah. bit. But I guess they, they always change out the rusty. There's that uh, that killer commercial a few years back. I don't remember what, what the fuck they were even trying to sell. But when they had all of the rusties huh. in the same on set together, nice. whatever the, the vacation reference was. Anyways, get, totally getting off track. This installment of the, uh, the Griswold vacation series, easily one of the 
uh, up there. I mean, there's fucking five. So, of course, it's up there. It's one but of the best, is, I think. I, yes, I, I definitely. It, it's a destination film. Like, a des- like a, all of them are de- kind of destinations. But this one, I feel like we're, we are someplace else the whole time. It's not just the, the, the highway set. It's not vague highway backdrop. It's not, here's some European towns, small villages. I feel like I'm in Vegas the whole time watching this movie. Mm. Um, we're, we're, we're meeting up with the Griswolds a little later in life. The kids have grown up. We're, we're in college or we're getting ready to get into college. Uh, Clark, of course, another great breakthrough at work, which has <laughs> afforded them another means of going on this great family vacation, which... What a provider. Sure. I mean, why shouldn't he take his family to a, a theme park or... Paris, Hawaii. But do you think he ever got that pool that he wanted in in Christmas time? Oh hell no! You know that. You know all of that fell through. Uh, Couldn't that that didn't actually happen? As much as we wanted him to get that bonus, he got the damn uh, jelly of the month club. Yeah, you know, that's you know that's, that's all true. he's ever gonna. This time though, he got his family a trip to Las Vegas. Yes. What does every eighteen to twenty year old want to do but go to a town that's full <laughs> of people drinking? That's that is the prize that to hand off to his family. But, yeah. you know, why, why shouldn't they have fun? They get into hijinks. We get to see Cousin Eddie. We get a lot of the classic shenanigans. But it's, you see the story unfold in a slightly different manner. You'd think Clark has learned something by now, which in yeah, some, right. some instances he has. I've, I would argue, like, he does pick up on some things a little. But when he thinks he can win, I, it's just like in Christmas Vacation where when he thinks he's already won, he's bought the pool, you know? He thinks mm-hmm. he's got the bonus. He's already, he's already placed his bets. This guy has a bad habit of when he thinks he's already got a hold of everything, that's when all of it comes spilling between his fingers. We, it, it happens again, but this time in a spectacular fashion in front of his family. <laughs> he's not saving anyone's life necessarily. He's saving his marriage and his relationship with his kids at that point. Yeah. But who doesn't want to see Clark get into all this shit again, you know? I felt I, bad for Ellen, but I was happy she got a little redemption with fucking Ted Nugent. Ted, oh my god, I wish it was Ted Nugent. Oh uh, shit, Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton, sorry. It'd if be it better was, if it was Wayne Knight, I think. Oh my, oh Wayne Knight should have been in that movie. So I would. <laughs> sorry, but I, I'm just happy because Ellen's always getting the short end of the stick in these movies, and this time she's like, "Fuck, it, I'm gonna, I gotta live life a little bit." And I'm not right. saying like going to see a celebrity is like living life, but she gets the. The private access. I'm just happy nothing transpired. Are you kidding me? Wayne Newton gave her a lock of his hair. I don't <laughs> think it gets much closer. Anything closer than that, they'd have to take their clothes off. That that is just where I think we we broke up the the tension. She was only yeah. just trying to get out of the house at that point. So mm-hmm. Who knows what may have played out had we not crashed a tour bus through his front door. <laughs> Uh, what about the Hoover Dam, dude? That oh, gum action. Here to take you on the damn tour. I th- that is a, that is a good one. The get the gum gag is fun. I still to this day I, I like watching that scene. Just trying to think about how would I plan that day out of of props and special effects mm. like the 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 balloon built in the fake wall, like all of that kind of stuff. I feel like would have been a fun. And that's and that kind of goes back to a little bit of the. Uh, Adam's family stuff had touched on are those purpose-built props and special effects that are so specific to the scene that they're and they're so goofy. There's no place you can go to like buy this stuff. This mm-hmm. is fabricated things, and I, I like when you have those moments. The the buffet line of the, the unrealistic food. It's like I thought that was the chicken. The whole switching of the signs. <laughs> but 
all of that gross stuff is great. The, oh my God, I think some, I would love to have some of the signs for the fake card games, the table Uh-oh. games, war and fucking pick a number. <laughs> all of, I love that shit. If any casino seriously offered that stuff. That'd I would try to play once. <laughs> But the thing that always sticks out in my head is uh, the good old fake ID with Papa Giorgio and the winning that happens from... Oh, my God. Nick all, Papa Giorgio's uh, fake ID is wonderful. My favorite that, part of that movie. Oh, and the uh, Toby Huss is the guy doing the taking his picture. Oh, shit. Yep. I, I, I always... Huss. Wonderful and everything. He's, he's And there's another chameleon actor. He's the... He can be the wealthy Texas business magnet <laughs> or he can be friggin bill dotrieve or no sorry that's steven root i apologize <laughs> he can be in king of the hill he can be in arlen he's he's also a chameleon that's steven root a great actor yeah. yes he is yeah another another good one but there's i want to where there's some oh say freedom roy yep there's another odd cameo i i feel like since we kind of survived through the 90s 2000s we remember the the phase of all the hype they used to have, the fucking cartoon show. And... Mm. Didn't one of them recently die from COVID? Yes. Yes, yeah. unfortunately. Rest in peace. They got to do one more reference to him. A hilarious scene uh, throwing Clark up into, the, <laughs> up into the magic show. That shot of him appearing on the disco ball and him looking around <laughs> all fucking wild-eyed like he's drugged up like the tigers. Oh boy! Funny stuff. It's a classic. It's, yeah. I, if you haven't been able to tell now, I was going to call it a green light. This was just one of those. It had been a minute, but soak in all of those wonderful details all over again. Hmm. Now, where'd you watch this? Like, did you DVD it or? This is another home video. I, I got uh. it on Blu-ray. Actually, I think this is one of our uh, Wonder Brothers Studio Store purchases when uh, huh. girlfriend used to work on the lot. It was, it was a nice discount when it, when it was working. <laughs> Good Blu-rays yeah. over there. Good Blu-rays. That's where I got to go. I got to go. Got to go work at the studio to get a cheap press and a Blu-ray. That's right. That's the only reason why. That's why you get a studio drug. <laughs> yeah, you don't want any of that other <laughs> bullshit that comes with it. Nah. Oh, boy. Nah. I was kind of hoping that you were going to say it was on Netflix because it's been a while. I'd you know what? Um, I know it used to be there. I was just a little apprehensive just to say it, but I'm pretty sure it is floating on one of the on one of the streamers. I nice. I'm I'm let's let's confirm it for the toasters. They're worthy of at least a quick check. I just want to prove to you guys we we are trying for we you. We just want to get that dead air for you. We want to eat that time up. We want you to keep soaking in the butter that's filling in the crevices on the toast that we supply. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah, maybe we'll put a little marmalade on there. No, no, Ugh. no, no marmalade. Get the marmalade out of here. Yeah, I've never had marmalade. It sounds gross. Gross. Uh, yeah. So it's looking like. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We, we, we don't want mar- no marmalade. No marmalade. Um, ruined <laughs> it. With back marmalade. to action. It's, it's HBO Max is the current uh, living place. Well, looks like I'll be streams. watching that. There you go, sir. I got the max. If not, folks, you can get a rent for $3.99 on YouTube, Google Play, Amazon Prime, all of the usual goody spots. Or I hear you can get a job at Warner Brothers and then get it for a discounted price on Blu-ray. Fucking deep discount, son. Yeah. Don't get that. The only reason to work on a studio. <laughs> oh, man. So I watched another new movie this week. This time, this bad boy is over on the Netflix 
Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's an action movie called Project Power starring Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and someone who I think is a newcomer, but I, she's probably popped up in a few things here and there, called uh, Dominique Fishback. Uh, the movie is okay. about a man trying to find his daughter, a cop trying to find a dangerous drug lord, and a girl who's caught on the wrong side of the tracks. Oh, oh that's kind of a simplified version of this. Damn. So there's simple. this oh. new street drug called Project Power that if you take it, you got five minutes and it's going to give you a superpower. Now it's oh. different to whoever takes it. Like it's always the same power whenever you take it, but you risk, you risk your life because you could explode from taking it or you could Holy overpower shit. yourself. Yeah. It gets brutal. We see a guy explode in the maybe first 15 awesome. minutes. Um, and Jamie Foxx is trying to find the supplier of the drug because it might be connected to his daughter somehow. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt thinks that Jamie Foxx is the supplier of it because his police chief says, this guy, he's the guy that's bringing it out to everyone. And it's like, I don't know where they got that info because he's not. And then there's this uh, woman, Dominique Fishback, who knows the truth because she's kind of like an informant for Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And she ends up getting kidnapped by Jamie Fox, and she finds out the reason oh. why he's looking for it. So she, she kind of works with him and she then has to try to convey to Joseph Gordon-Levitt that no, he's not a bad guy. Like you think he is really intense movie. It's gritty. It's action packed. Uh, it's, it's just a fun ride all, all around. Uh, nice. And this, this, this girl, Dominique Fishback is pretty good on it. I think she's going to go places. Um, and there's not much I can say that's bad about the movie. Sure, like, there's some cheesy moments. CG's not always amazing, but for the most part, it's good. And uh, I don't know, Project Power on Netflix. It's a green light, guys. If you got Netflix, you oh, can watch. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was very intrigued by this one. I was very curious to hear your review. That's, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Definitely giving that one a view soon. It's a good one. It's like an hour and 46 minutes, but it's a good hour and 46 minutes. It's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. You want to know where it's going. I will say, I, I realized halfway through, like, you know, when you're on Netflix and it has like the picture, like a picture of the whatever you're watching and then play, restart, this and that. Mm-hmm. They kind of give away a little bit of a spoiler in there. So, oh, all right. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, shit. Which okay. I guess you wouldn't know unless I told you. So, fuck you guys. I want you to know. <laughs> I had to know you have tipped off. <laughs> Stinker. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, damn! Oh, that's that's cool. I yeah. need a I I need a Jamie Foxx movie to cleanse my palate after that last one. Uh, oh, this I makes watched. up for Sleepless for sure. Oh, thank God! Thank God! If you want to hear about Sleepless, listen to Dennis's rave review and the podcast titled "The Wrong Sleepless Missy" or something. The wrong sleep. It has Sleepless in there. Yeah, I was so confident going in. I'm like, I get this, and I'm like, nah, the wrong sleepless nights or something like that. That'd be it, though. It, yeah. You'll 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 find it pretty uh, pretty quick. It's not that far back. But yeah, it's nothing against you, Mr. Fox. We just know you can do better than uh, sleepless. So mm-hmm. actually, the whole cast of Sleepless can do better <laughs> than sleepless. Sounds like it's here with Project Power, though. So I am oh, yeah. having a good time for sure. Anything else you get to review this week? No, I think that's that's what I got to bring to the table. Um, I know uh, I'm excited f- to do some 
some horror movies that have been sitting on my list for a minute. I got some suspenseful things on the back burner that Ooh. I've just I'm 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 gonna bring bring to the show next week. You're just gonna have to tune in and find nice. out. Now I'm not gonna lie, I fucking had a had a week of watching stuff. Like I I have some reviews I wanted to do on here, but I didn't want to eat up so much time. So if you swing on over to YouTube, check out Adam at the Cinema. I have a review for the classic, cult classic film, The Reanimator. I also have another review for The Toxic Avenger. I'll have a classic review for (laughs) a little indie movie that just came out recently called She Dies Tomorrow. And then ended off with another oldie, but a goodie, uh, Tim Burton's Beetlejuice. Nice. Damn, man. That's a whole whole string of going to the cinema. So that's going to be like super quick. It's like you get in and out less than five minute reviews. You get to see me sitting in a car somewhere and like being like hey guys here's a movie i watched and it's like why are we here but because it's a fucking movie review that i want to talk about so you That's don't right. gotta watch it but it's yeah it's worth sharing so go over to youtube.com and uh, search for movie toast news and reviews and you can find that there absolutely and then all the other social platforms come check us out chat with us let us know what you're thinking movie underscore toast over on reddit facebook twitter instagram the word over in the uh, the discords look for the link to the discord channel in all of the said places uh movie toast news and reviews on youtube and twitch mm-hmm. and uh like we said this podcast comes out every thursday oh and for you guys who uh, listen on google play music like i do uh there was a weird delay last week and it seems like they're phasing out of that and they're going over to google podcast so if you want to keep listening on google check us out on google podcast but we're still on spotify you don't gotta pay for that itunes and all those fun places and every sunday we're on twitch doing a movie news live for you guys we're talking about all the hot news from the previous week that's right and we want to chat with you yeah so thanks for listening guys it's been a fun night uh hopefully you enjoy some of these movies and uh if you agree or disagree get at us on social media let us know or if you want us to watch something let us know yeah absolutely get at us keep an eye out for polls and some of the stuff we've been doing up on our social media platforms just to just get a little sampling of what you guys are thinking what you're interested in and uh as always from movie toaster dennis stay toasty